Often I complain about storytelling in games, not because I don't like a good story, but because I feel that when games are perceived to have a good story, it's because they overemphasize the non-interactive quality of games and instead resort to well-known conventions in other types of media, most notably film. In modern gaming, it is not uncommon to hear the word cinematic to try to elevate games, to make them more serious, more mature, and sophisticated. But what it means to me is that interaction somehow diminishes that much-desired recognition movies, books, or music have in popular culture. And I must admit that there is some truth to that, not because interaction is indeed a hindrance to good storytelling, but rather because we haven't explored interaction as the main narrative conductor enough to recognize its true potential for storytelling. Interaction is the one thing video games have that other media does not. Video games shouldn't strive to become better than movies at being movies. Instead, for video games to become the best version of itself as an interactive medium, should use interaction as its main tool when telling a story. Exploration can sometimes be risky and or costly, so I understand why we have defaulted to tried and true formulas in our AAA games. After all, video games are a business. Luckily, there's a lot of developers out there, especially on the indie scene, trying to push the envelope and express fresh ideas through their games. So instead of further complaining, I've decided to celebrate what we do have. In this episode, I'm joined by Player 2 from the Cartridge Brothers, where we talk about Florence, an indie mobile game, small in size, but big in ideas and heart. I'm Seiji, and this is Bonus Bonus Barrel, Episode 6. So, you know how we have this Discord server yes. for the club and all of a sudden like people started opening a lot of channels to open like about every single yeah. podcast and, <laughs> and platforms it. of gaming. So, um, I, I don't check it very often, but I checked and I saw that it was, there was like a mobile channel. I gotta get on that. They were mentioning a bunch of games and it was really all, all very interesting. And then all of a sudden some someone, I think was uh, Josh from Frantic Thought. Josh knows his stuff. Yeah, he mentioned, uh, oh, I really like Florence. He wasn't promoting it or anything. He just like sort of mentioned it yep. like nonchalantly, right? Yeah. And I was like, Florence, I looked it up and I started reading about it. You know, love story, indie <laughs> game, uh, cutesy art style. Like it was hitting all the right notes, right? Yeah. And then I saw that it was from the director from Monument Valley, which is a beautiful game that I, I really, really admire. So I, I gave it a try, downloaded it. Didn't know much about it. I refused to to watch a trailer or read about it too mm-hmm. much. Yep. And then I, my wife and I have a, a Google Play family account. And I didn't know this, but if you have a family account and you buy things on the App Store, they are shared with all your family. <gasps> cool. That's awesome. It's awesome. Even games? Even games. Yeah. Wow. So I, all your family has access to your like games library. So <laughs> I told my wife, hey, do you see this game as free? She looked it up and it said install. Instead of like the price. Yeah, instead of buy. That's fantastic. And I'm like, ooh, that's cool. We should play this game together. <laughs> My wife, she likes games, but it's hard for her to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. So w- what I do is like I start playing a game and I show her. Yeah, <laughs> give her a taste. And it's like, oh, <laughs> hold this for me while I go to the washroom, right? <laughs> <laughs> smart, smart. And, and yeah, uh, sure enough, she started playing with it. I was playing the game and I was like, Ooh, what do you think about this? Ooh, look how pretty is this? Ooh, <laughs> look, look what they're doing to show this sort of idea. And then, uh, like, I played the first few chapters, maybe the half of the game, and then she finished it. It was great. Oh, nice! That's amazing. So you got to do it together, kind of thing. That's great. Yeah, we were in the uh, we weren't play, uh, planning to play a game or anything. We we're just hanging out in the in the living room. Yeah. I started playing the game, and like an hour after, we were looking at the credits together. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great story. 
inappropriate. Great experience. I mean, I really enjoyed that part of the game that is short, that is so intuitive, but also approachable. Yeah, very approachable. Anybody could really play this. And it's easy to sell. Like uh, like you mentioned, I was talking to my wife about uh, this podcast that I'm about to be on, and this game came up. And uh, and and now she wants to play it. And she doesn't, she's been playing Animal Crossing uh, Pocket Camp for. The past couple months. That's it. That's the only thing. Like, she's not really big into gaming. Mm-hmm. I mean, but now she wants to go through this too. So it is very approachable. How was your experience playing it? Like, did you play it on one sitting? Where were you? Yes, one sitting. Um, I thought it looked right up my alley. Uh, it just looked like it would be a quirky love story, yeah. um, which is exactly what it was, mm-hmm. uh, except it was a little more than that. But anyway, um, I had not heard of this at all. It wasn't until you mentioned it. Um, I'm not really on the Discord much, and so I, I missed that entirely. So I've got to thank Josh again for starting all of this. But it was you who said, hey, you should check this out. We can talk about it. So I said, okay. And uh, I had $3.79 on my Google <laughs> Rewards. And this came to three sixty nine, so I was I have ten cents left. I was like, oh, that is kismet. That, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the odds of that? So yeah, so I picked it up, and uh, I had just put my daughter down for a nap, um, so I was just chilling out, and I put it on, and I had my headphones in, and it said headphones recommended, and I was like, oh, okay, great, that worked out good. And next thing I knew, I was at the credits before the before she even woke up. So yeah, <laughs> great time. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I was so surprised because I have a really hard time finishing games. Oh, really? Uh, actually, yeah, I've heard you say that before. <laughs> I pick up games a lot, especially like for work. Like I'm always like downloading games, playing the first few minutes. Right. And I let myself, when I'm doing research, I let myself react naturally to games, right? So I, I open an app, I go through horrible tutorials that most <laughs> games have. Yes. And I was like, just let me play the game, right? I it's know. like a lot of modern games is like you want to play it and it's like a 20 minute download and then there's this horrible tutorial and yeah. there's a lot of explanation that doesn't really explain anything because they're just like pointing at buttons to do stuff. Yes. And you can't click anything else until you click that button. <laughs> so, yeah. I understand why that happened and it's better than not having anything, but it's much better to do what this game does, I feel. Yeah. Oh, I 100% agree. Which is you design around that, right? So it's like, it's at the very center of your design philosophy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was talking about how I, I, I do play a lot of games. And to me, just gave me this, this sense of satisfaction when I was playing the game and just wanting more and more and more and more and more until like there was no more game. Yeah, That's something that rarely happens to me. Like even with, with games that I really like, mm-hmm. it's like games are long, you have to spend the game, you feel where uh, the game is trying to to occupy space, you know, yeah. because nowadays it's like you're going to pay for a game, then it needs to be this long and it yes. needs to look like this. And all. And you know what? I was perfectly okay with this game, having the price tag that it has yeah. and being as long as it is because it just fulfilled every single thing that I expect from a game. Yeah, I agree. Um, even with RPGs, which probably have the characters that I get the most attached to, it takes hours until I get attached to somebody and even then, I still might not, and I end up regretting it. This game manages to get you attached to characters in minutes. Uh, yes. I've, I've not experienced anything like it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, well how would you define it again? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Um, now, like I said before, I was trying to explain this to my wife in a way that yeah. wouldn't spoil anything, but would keep her interested. Yeah. Um, the best way to explain it is if you think of an indie rom- romance movie, if you take that character, that female character, and you look at her life in a 30 to 40 minute game, that is what this is. You're experiencing her life in 30 minutes, but you get peaks at different points at her, in her life, and you're sort of living it, her life through... I don't know how to explain it. It's hard. <laughs> but that's that's probably the best way to explain it. If you like indie rom-coms, um, not so much the com part, but the rom-com part, although it is kind of a rom-com too. Um, yeah. it is that character and you get to experience this character's life through the video game and you're sort of playing it and living. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I've said this many times. Like when people say the, the video game version is like there's right. bad connotations, but let's put it this the interactive experience. Yes, that's a good version version of a rom com, and that rom com also has a lot of negative uh, connotation. But there's it's true. There's, there's a few ones out there, and and all of them share these very lighthearted qualities, mm-hmm. which I Agreed. think is is why they have uh, as much success, right? Yeah, I agree. One hundred percent. Rom com in the best possible way. Video game version in the best possible way. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> There's a lot of baggage. Describe this. It's not a visual novel. Um, it is it has some qualities. An, yeah. An interactive story, though. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't yeah. call it a visual novel. Yeah. It's it is its own thing. It's hard to really explain. You were mentioning before about the definition of a game. Do you yes. think this is a game? Yeah. Uh, well. Can you lose? What happens if you mess up? Is there a way to mess up? I don't think so. I don't know. I didn't Can try. I didn't try to break it. Can it be a game it. if you can't lose? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> That's Depends what I get hung right? up on. That's the only thing that keeps me from committing to calling something a game. Is yeah. If Can you now lose? I've decided to change that. Back in the day, that was my view. If I can't lose, it's not a game. Now I've changed it to if I can win, it is a game. Um. And I think this game has a win, and that is to get to the end. But it's still hard to really nail down the definition of what is a video game. Um, yeah. Mitomo, for example, like I uh, I had mentioned to you this before, Mitomo was a discussion back in the day. Uh, Kevin buried on Mars had uh, this one console challenge going. We were going to play one con. Everybody had to pick their own one console. You could pick whatever console you want. And from January 1st to December 31st, you played only that one console with the exception of our games of the month. Um, and this went on for quite some time. And then Mitomo came out. And uh, it was Nintendo's social app, is, is how they called it. We installed it. Me and my brother had both installed it. And uh, we're on it. And it was defined by Kevin as a game. And so I was like, no, no, that's not a game. It's just a social app, just like Facebook would be. Um, there are games you could play in it, like Facebook, but Facebook itself is not a game. Um, however, this debate went on and on for quite some time. Everybody, there was people on either side of it. So I actually wouldn't mind hearing your take, Sage. Would you call Mitomo a video game? Huh. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so either, but I've come to the terms with people thinking that it is some people. <laughs> um, so why not? Why wouldn't you call it one? Did you have any experience with Mitomo? Yes, I think because the purpose, the main purpose of it is not whatever the purpose of games is. Which is what? That's the question, right? <laughs> exactly. So to me, so it, there is an element of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's an element of, you know, that those game qualities that you were mentioning, like winning, losing, you yes. know, conditions, right? Like yes. like a rule set. Yeah, rule set. Right? I like that. Yeah. In Mitomo, there are game qualities. So it is gamified. Mm-hmm. Right, you you can call it that. You can call it gamified, um, especially with social interplay. But I think the main purpose of it is communication. Yeah, the the, the social. Yeah, that social was platform, supposed right? to be the draw. Yeah, yeah, the, the same kind of purpose you have for Twitter, maybe. Yeah, you know, yeah. self expression and stuff like that, and knowing what your other friends. Now, in terms of like how it relates to this game to Florence, I think there are definite differences yeah i agree the the social interplay is not there the main objective is not to communicate the main objective is to tell a story i think oh i agree 100 percent. and if you don't want to call it a game i would say yeah it's in the fringe of it but there are a lot of the video game language is being used to transport you from point a to point b yep i agree so it might be a, a, a new category of things and i'm perfectly happy me too. With that, now this is final thought about this specific thing. No now, for, for, to me as a game developer, it it would be constructed very similarly to a one player experience game. Yeah, throughout the interactive story, which is what you're going through, are several mini games. Um, for people listening, it's similar to like the uh, WarioWare games. I guess is a good way to explain it. Um, they're just constantly doing different things, and you just sort of figure it out on the spot what you have to do, and you just do it. And that is how you interact with the story. Um, so because of those, I have, I have no problem calling this a game. That is how you get through it. That is how you get to the end goal um, is to interact it through these mini games. So I have no mm-hmm. problem calling this whole experience a game for sure. For sure. 
So this game is about Florence. Florence is a 25-year-old young adult, and you get to know her through a series of 20 chapters. Right. And those chapters are divided in six acts. And again, they're super quick. But each one of them is very meaningful. Like, for yes. example, chapter one is called Adult Life. Yeah. So perfect. As an adult, you know this, right? Nails it, nails it. It starts with Florence laying on her bed, sleeping, and all of a sudden, the alarm clock fires off, right? Yep. And it's bam, 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 bam. And what you have to do, which is a simple tap on the alarm clock, really carry all those little details. There's a lot of baggage to this action of tapping, right? Right. Because there's no, there's no, nothing saying tap this to continue. It's no, but you know it, right? <laughs> yeah, you, you just know. do it instinctively. <laughs> and you can either do it or not. Right. But if you don't do it, it keeps buzzing. So it's annoying. So it's, it's the same type of experience. This is immediate connection. It transports you to, to that moment in the morning where you're like, I'm sleeping. Yep. And I have to do this thing. So there's this sort of a negative sort of a weight to this action, right? Yeah. You do it once. And then the character sort of wakes up, but it really doesn't. So in those first two interactions are genius, I feel. like. And, oh, I agree. And even though the mechanic is so simple, it carries the story. After the first two taps, the next mechanic that you have to do is brush your teeth. And what you do is you're like drag your finger on the screen. Back and forth, yeah. <laughs> and there's a, there's a progress bar in there. Yeah. And, and again, the expression in the eyes of the character the action that you're doing, the mundane activity is really carrying a lot of information about what it feels to do that, what it means for the character. And because it's called adult life, I think the name of each chapter also yeah. plays into the story, right? Because you're thinking of 100%. it. So uh, the first three chapters of this act are called adult life, memories and music. How long would it take to play that? Like five minutes, maybe? Uh, I'd say at the most, but it's so funny because I have such vivid memories of it. It felt longer but it couldn't have been for more sure. than five minutes yeah for sure and after the first few chapters you know this character you are this character yep you know what she's about you know her life you've yep. been there yourself if especially if you are an adult and you're in this time frame and even though she's a girl you can really connect yeah to this character it's true i feel and that is really powerful to do yeah 100 percent, and i when when she's on the subway at the start and she's either liking or retweeting something, pictures keep coming up on her phone and you get to decide whether to like or retweet it. It's it that's when it really hit home. It's like, wow, this is adult life. This is they nailed it. <laughs> And just a warning. I think we've been good with spoilers, right? Yeah, <laughs> thus far, I'd say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we're gonna go full on spoilers because I really want to talk about this game. Uh, For sure. And, and you can't without uh, giving out the the plot. All right. Which is the game? The game is the plot. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you have been warned. There's no spoilers. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> go and play the game. It takes only thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> first act where you see Krish yes. for the first time yeah. is where you start uh, having you know glimpses of where where this game is actually going right yeah yeah and it really has that uh, the uh, monomyth structure is straight up it's straight up the hero with a thousand faces kind of structure right yes. you have your, yep. your hero you you get to meet the hero there's a call for adventure and then you know the the theme is love or rather like maybe first love you would say i would say in this case yeah yeah like tragic love maybe yeah, as most first loves are. <laughs> but what I really like about this game up to this point is, one, that you get to know the character. And to me as a developer, I'm really interested in how all of the actions in the game, what you're doing, really feel Yeah. what the character is feeling. It, it lets you connect with the character very intimately in a way that uh, movies don't let you. Yeah, I agree. Right? Because yep. in movies, there's a lot of visuals, 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 right? But in, in, in here, when you do the action, even when you're talking to your, to your mom, right? Yes, yes, I agree. And you're like, yeah, mom, whatever. <laughs> I know, you know, I don't need to. Yeah. It's okay. Like you, I don't think those actions um, matter. Right. For... Whichever ones you pick, you mean? 
Yeah, but it feels I mean, like they do. I felt like I was picking the ones I it wanted. It feels like it. Like I should have yes. picked. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was thinking, I, I don't want to be mean to my mom. so I don't Same here. Pick, like, yeah. But at the some point. The least rude thing at all time I picked with my mom. <laughs> in the end, I was like avoiding the ruder. Me too. Like, me too. Options. And then in the end, it would give me like two, like, you have to be mean. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you're like, oh, yeah, okay, mom, I don't need a boyfriend. I don't need, I don't need you to look for a husband for me or something like that. Right. Along yes. those lines. I don't need a husband to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel connected to this character at this oh, point? Oh, 100%. And, and it's the, the first act or the first show, whatever it is, when, when she's doing the mundane tasks throughout the day, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that, uh, I can completely relate. The next chapter um, is the one where the memories. So she's looking at old artwork and you have to do the artwork. You're sort of uh, um, putting your own spin on this butterfly and I think a boat. Um, and you're sort of coloring it and making it how uh, how you want it to be. Um, and at this point, I lost the connection. I don't have that sort of artistic side. Um, and I, I, I lost my connection to the character. And I suddenly was like, oh, no. I'm losing my feel for this character next. I don't have any thoughts like that in my past. Um, so I switched. I switched up look how I was looking at this character. And I started thinking, who could this character be? And I started thinking, this could be my daughter. This could be her life in the future. So I, once I started projecting that, I got even more invested in this character. Um, mm-hmm. So I started looking at it from that perspective. And I wanted her to be happy so badly. Um, and that sort of led me on a completely different journey than it would have a year ago if I, or sorry, two years ago if I had played this game. Um, so I, I now feel even more connected to this character because before, when I was connected to her, it was it was there, but now I'm invested in this character, and mm-hmm. I just want her to be happy so badly that everything mm-hmm. that's happening to her is affecting me. Um, and once I got that, it I. I was hooked, and and next thing I knew, the credits were rolling, and it was just a uh, mind blowing. <laughs> but yeah, I did feel connected to this character in the sense that you have like childhood like dreams, and then like adult life like imposes. Yeah. I certain can see things. how people would do that. I I <laughs> I've never really had dreams. I guess you could say it's, it's I'm a, I'm a very strange situation, um, so I couldn't uh-huh. relate. But uh, yeah. once I realized that my daughter will have dreams. I was mm-hmm. like, holy crap, I'm I'm back in. I'm on board. Um, but the mundane life, I was 100% on. And then I, I was getting worried I'd be lost. And then I found a new connection and it was even stronger. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, the story set up up to this point is that you have this girl that she has a nine to five job. She had some artistic interest when she was younger, but, you know, adult life happened. So yeah. that is appropriately stored in a box, in a closet, yes, right? Yes. And you get to experience the the routine life. You get to experience the memories. You know, she had her friends and then there was a fallout. Yes. And Oh, yes. And the way they did that was amazing, too. With the clock. And then did, did you go back also? I did. I had to. Yeah. Um, at first, I did it just to see if I could. Um, and yes. I could. And I was uh-huh. like, holy crap. Uh, this, <laughs> it gets even better. So, yeah. So I went forward and then I went back again. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> And they're all all these things about being an adult, right? There's the the routine stuff, and then there's the memories, and then you know remembering in a way is going back, but you know that you can't, right? And right. you cannot stay there, so you right. have to advance the clock. So <laughs> there's so many, there's so much stuff that is either full of meaning or that is prone to pick up meaning, right, yeah. from the player. Yeah, I felt. Uh, so you know this character, you know their life, the memories, background in a few minutes is amazing yeah amazing is right <laughs> and then it happens right the, the big moment next... <laughs> yeah yeah so i guess we should say so she's really attached to her phone um but one day her phone is it dies on her way home and she hears this music she follows the music and she sees this guy and he's playing a cello his name's krish um and that was sort of their first encounter so she starts dreaming about this guy um, one day she's on a bike and she catches a glimpse of him going into a shop and uh, next thing you know she's she gets hit was it a car or a truck I don't even know if it shows um, but yeah she gets hit off her bike and she gets all this blurry vision and you're trying to line up the pictures 
to uh, that's this is one of the interactions. You're lining these bars up left and right, trying to make it so the pictures are clear. Um, and the last one is of Krish bending over to help you get up. And that's when they meet. And that's when even that moment, it felt pretty good. It was just like, oh man, like <laughs> it got me right there. And I was like, yeah, that's this is it. This is her moment. Yeah, that episode, it's hard to go through it a a little bit because I don't know if it happened to you, but I became very protective of the character. Oh, 100%. Like I said, I was projecting my daughter on her, so I was super protective. I was like, oh my God. And I was like, I don't want her to fall for this guy, but at the same time I do, but I don't don't know. (laughs) He's a musician. He maybe, you know, you start. (laughs) He's a musician. I know exactly what you mean, man. You know, I know, I know. This guy's going <laughs> to lead to trouble. He's going to lead to trouble. <laughs> I know, I know. And and you know that the reason why she is attracted to this guy is because of her yeah. unfulfilled Previous dreams. Previous yeah, right? exactly, Because yeah. the, the same way you are projecting yourself on this character, <laughs> she's projecting her unfulfilled stuff onto this onto other him. character, right? Yeah, he's and living he's what like, she wants, yeah. And it's like... I understand what you're feeling, but I don't know about it, right? And it happens, right? And, but it happens in a way that is, is slow and it's... Yes, natural. It just feels... And here's where the interactions help. Because if yep. this is a movie, when, when this kind of thing happens in a movie, I'm always like, I'm not ready. You know, yeah. I'm not ready yep. for this to happen. You know what? I'm going to stop looking at this or whatever. Yeah. But in the yeah. game, you, you sort of realize those things more slowly at your pace yeah, yeah you're it, right because you, you could go through this game in like 20 minutes 30 minutes i don't know how long it took it took you but to me yeah. games take a while so it took more than an hour oh really especially, yeah mine was about 40 something minutes especially in these interactions i took my time i was like no yeah. i was telling my wife no <laughs> don't don't fall for this don't don't do this I like, know. and then is she stalking the guy well i wouldn't say stalking she just happened to take that same route home every day. That's all. Sure. <laughs> Let's say that. <laughs> um, and that's where she has the, the accident, right? Yes. And that's when she gets I think they were, they were smart about it, is that the story is not groundbreaking in any way. Like, this is a story that everyone has seen in a movie or read in a book or whatever, like a million times before, right? Yeah. Yep. So they were smart about it because they're telling a known story and the arcs are in a way expected what is unexpected is how you are involved with this right i think this is more experiencing yeah it's more personal every trip is more personal for some reason (laughs) so the next chapter first dates yeah it's a great great chapter yeah. again because it represents very faithfully that infatuation or the process of, of becoming infatuated with yeah. with a person right this is something that sometimes in in movies and stuff is not well portrayed right doesn't you know, feel natural yeah characters just fell in love and that's it but yeah. no it's like it's to me love is not really something that you feel is more something that of course there are feels involved but it's it is like a trust that you develop over time that's exactly it, yeah. 100%. Knowing the person. It's something that you build together. Yeah. And they, you get to see this, right? Especially the, um, what was uh, very beautiful to me was this map they had. You remember this this map where they... With they the were, pictures? They were pinning pictures and you had yeah. to like shake the, the Polaroid, <laughs> Polaroid, right? Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was great. Oh, man, yeah. Because you're, you're building I- memories, you're building that love between these two characters. Yeah. That kind of comes up again later too, and it much and it, it's hard. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. boy, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, the way that they actually, I don't know if did you go see Ready Player One by chance? In, in I haven't. That movie is a perfect example of um, what you're describing in movies. What it looks like mm-hmm. in movies when they try to make it look like these people are falling in love. It doesn't feel natural. Just sort of this is how it is now, and that's how it is in that movie. However, if you read the book, it's a long progression over the entire book and at the end has this amazing payoff. Um, and that is the difference between, in this case, a flesh-out novel, which takes hours and hours to do, whereas the movie tries to shorten it to 
two hours or so. And then you have this somehow manages to do what the novel does in hours in a matter of, you know, less than an hour. So once again, it just shows <laughs> what this game is doing is uh, it's outside the norm, I guess you could say. Exactly. You see, when you have different forms of media, you have different tools to convey certain information. Right. So in a book, you have to describe all these things with words. Yes. Right. Yeah. In yeah. in movies, you can show it with pictures and sound. Something that we don't do really well with games is using what it is unique to games to convey that information. Mm. Most often, they resort to film, to film yeah. techniques, right? They show you cutscenes and stuff like that. Or yes. text. Text, yeah. And this goes to show how powerful mechanics can be as a narrative tool. Yeah, great. Because they, they put you on the spot and you have to do it. And doing things very powerful. I mentioned this on our on our brother's episode when uh, in that last tragic moment. Right, yes. Really powerful. It makes everything so much more yes. deep, right? It, it, it leaves a deeper scar. Where so you, true. When you're that, mechanically involved, yes. And that happens in, the, in this so many times when you're packing the box up, when there's a drifting apart chapter where you have to... Anyway, we'll get to all that, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, in, in, in Act 3, in Act 3, they, they get yeah. to know each other better. Chapter 6 is called Dreams. And this is where she realizes that his boyfriend had an application for the music right. institute. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. And she pushes him right. to to you know to sign up in the school. And and this is where you start seeing how she is living like vicariously, yeah. right? Through yes, <laughs> through yes. A bit. But it's true, it happens in relationships a lot. Not only yeah, yeah. in couples' relationships, but with with children and children, parents yeah. and friends, like anything. Friends, yeah. yeah. And seven inspiration is is the the name of the chapter, and this is where where she starts picking up her her dream of painting again, right? Yeah, yeah. When they first start dating, it's really awkward. They're and they convey it in a way where what you're doing is awkward. The way you're interacting feels awkward, and then yes. it just becomes smooth, and it becomes easy, and it becomes natural. Mm -hmm. um, and they, the way the way they do it is amazing. So you feel like you're getting natural, and so you feel like they are also becoming natural together. Absolutely. Um, then you move in, and you're unpacking the box. You're you're finding you're taking some of the things that she has already filled her shelves with away, and you're putting his things on those shelves. So now they isn't have that amazing? Space. So good, like it's so good. Something that I never think about. It's it's something you'll never see in a movie or anything like that. But you feel it when you're doing this. You mm -hmm. have to make room. The life mm -hmm. that you've had is no longer just yours. You're sharing it with this person, and you're making room for that. Um, loved it. And this uh, is this is something of a like a Seinfeld quality to yeah. the game, where they can take this mundane stuff <laughs> yeah. and expand it in such a way. So they they use it. I mean, just unpacking and putting things on the shelf is not something <laughs> that you think about it when you put it in the right context. You start yeah. thinking all these things like, why should I put this? This this is my stuff, right? Right. Or, How do I or, decide? What or, to get hey, rid I'm of. supposed to moving in, so <laughs> you should have space for me. You know, and these are the <laughs> kinds of things. I know th that that type of friction. That is yeah. really what relationships are about. Yeah. Right. And they can only be because you wouldn't do this for any other person in the world, right? Right. Exactly. But when you do it for your partner. It's about compromises, right? It's yeah. about, you know... And it means something. To... And then you realize how much this person means them. And all they had to do was get you to move your thumb from the bottom of the screen up the screen. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> of course. That's what I'm saying. Like, the mechanics <laughs> itself are are meaningless. Yeah. There, there are no such... There, there's no such, such thing as good mechanics, right? It's only right, mechanics right. that are appropriate to what... What is going on in the in the context of the, of the game. In this case, the story is about you know, building relationship and feeling all these things. And you know that you're past a certain part of the, of the relationship where everything is like under like rosy tinted glasses and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you're touching the nitty gritty, right? Yeah. Like this, <laughs> these are like really small things. Yeah, it's and so this true. Is what, and this is what Act 3, I think, is all about is developing uh, those interactions between the character, having some friction in there, but having them, you know, overcome some of these things, I think. Yes. 
really like when they use those mechanics where you're having a conversation with Krish.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. They use, I think, three times, right? The puzzle pieces. Oh yes. When, when, yes. when they talk, and the first time is low, it's like all awkward and stuff, and then、yes. the second time is very natural, and then the last time is like, yeah, it's charged with emotion, right? I love it. Yeah. And the 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 puzzle pieces get more jagged, like、uh, it's harsher now. They're right rounded when it's nice and 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 loving. <laughs> oh, yeah, so good. Something that I think it was a missed opportunity. You know how in the in the first one, yeah, they just let you figure out the puzzle, but in the next two, like the other character is also building the puzzle, and then it goes back to you. Yes, yes. I think they should have done that in the first one so that it it conveys the idea better of like, and then. Yeah, I I agree. Because what that did to me was make it seem like he was comfortable already. Like he had been used to doing having first、yeah. dates. That's、yeah. how I took it because it didn't have that.、Um, so whether they were trying to do that or not, that's how I took it. <laughs> yeah, but I I would have liked that on the first interaction because it would make you put a little bit more pressure into answering because now it's like、yeah. your turn. He's right, waiting. When, he's waiting for you to say something. Yeah, exactly. I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And this happens a lot when you're talking to to people. It's like, oh, what do I say? I don't know what to say. Yeah. What should I say? Oh, They I know say exactly、something. what that's like. Yeah. I don't know how to react. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then Act Five.、Um, this is super powerful. Its strength comes from knowing these two. No, first, knowing Florence, you know, being protective of her, and then. Knowing this couple and how well you're together, because it happens in real life too, where you where you see other couples and you're like, "Hey, they're really good together." Right. Yes. Right, and they become this sort of a role model for you. Yeah. And you're like, "Yeah, like like happiness is possible." You know, they need to stay <laughs> together forever and stuff like that.、Yeah. They're making it work. But Act Five, you know, again, reality comes and、yeah. number、uh, chapter twelve is routine. Yeah, that's a powerful chapter. And this in relationships is. I've only been in the one relationship in my life, but I've、yeah. seen it in other relationships where they go through all these processes of, you know, falling in love,、yes. uh, making things work, and then and then you have to go back to life, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And this is where it's very easy to just take stuff for granted. Yeah.、Say? Yep. And、uh, one thing that they don't really cover is、um, because. Eventually, this leads to some fights, and I don't know what they're fighting over. And、uh, I mean, I can speculate, but I wish I knew more. I guess this is the one time I felt like I didn't know enough. Um, I just want to know whose fault it was that they broke up, or if it was just—I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think that the the general idea is that it was a little bit both of them. Yeah,、right. I mean, I guess they, you could really, I guess you could, I guess they leave it up to you to decide whatever way you want it, but. I just didn't want it to be Florence's fault. I guess I wanted to know that what I had thought this guy would end up being is what he ended up being. I guess I don't know. I like I said, I got way too attached to this. <laughs> I don't know. Subconsciously, I did put the fault on him because I felt、yeah. more like I don't know. Probably happened with your daughter, right? Yeah, yeah. If if your daughter has a relationship and then they broke, they right, break exactly. up exactly, which is probably why gonna... I thought it was him too. <laughs> Yeah, you're just gonna say, "Oh, it's his fault. He's a jerk." Don't yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's how I felt, and, it, and they, eventually, you know, they have this routine, and then they they sort of drift apart, right? Yeah. And the, oh, by the way,、well, that drifting apart puzzle was the only、um, frustrating part for me in the game. I don't know if it was because I was so emotionally charged at that point, I couldn't get those pieces. It took me forever to do that puzzle. <laughs> It was the only puzzle that I was like, "Why can't I get this?" And I'm lining them up, and then they're slowly moving apart from one another. So again, that was frustrating, but、uh, it is frustrating, right? Yeah, I mean, and it was. And then I realized that after I was like, "Oh, that was frustrating for a reason." <laughs> yeah, and, and actually, what you what you build in the end is a is a broken picture, right? Yeah, yeah. It so is, it's、yep. so symbolic. <laughs> yep. Very well done. Every every time, man, I, I was playing this game and I was like, "Oh, this is so good. This is this is this reflects perfectly what I'm feeling." <laughs> a, a lot of story based experiences have moments where you're like, you also feel like you're not well connected. You mentioned it before, yeah. But I didn't feel this、uh, that with this story, right? Every single chapter is like, "Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, oh I know. Yeah, this is nailing it. This is nailing it. This is yes, yeah, w- w- what it needs to be."、Mm, and then.、Uh, 
moving on, right, is the the last chapter in this act. Yeah. Yeah. Where they they break up. <laughs> yeah, that was the moving out part and the uh Is that the part where she's also clearing off like uh Yeah, I guess that is all part of the moving out part. You're putting the things back in the box now. Yeah, I I think he moved in with her, right? He did, yeah. That's how. I, yeah, so how, so, yeah, so you're did. playing you're playing uh, his side, you know, picking up his stuff, or maybe it's Florence picking up his stuff. I, and that's in tough. The box. That that could be either way. I, I'm not sure. Which is good, I think. But the the one I I do want to mention is Florence is walking away from Trish, and if you touch the screen, she'll yeah. she'll slow down so he Trish can catch up, right? Yes, yes. And this is something that on breakups I've seen a lot too, where yeah, they just cannot let go. Yeah. And the interesting thing that they did here is that, hey, just don't do anything. <laughs> just yeah. let yep. just let yourself, you know, let, just let go, you know. It's, it's in the name of the chapter yeah. itself. You have to force yourself to let it happen, yeah. <laughs> but you, you see, I think that the powerful thing in here, the, the compulsion from yeah. the point of view of player experience is to do something, right? <laughs> to interact, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's a natural... To not do anything. This is this is like a reverse cutscene. You see what they're saying? Yeah, what, what they're doing here? Yeah. You have to let the cutscene happen. If you do anything, <laughs> you're not moving on, and it will not stop. But also, it yeah. means that you are definitely going to break yeah. that link. Yeah. It's on you to let it happen, essentially. Yeah. Oh man, it's amazing. It was very powerful. <laughs> I just can't believe this was a 30-minute game. It's unreal. In the end, uh, um, she finds her old paint set. That uh, oh yeah, she goes back to her routine and such, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then she picks up the the paint set and starts painting again. She's happy, and he makes yeah. her own business. And oh, there's this 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 cool mechanic where you are like, like because Florence is sort of an accountant, right? Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah, something to do with spreadsheets and and money. Yeah, she seems like she was balancing the books, so I'm going to call her an accountant. Once again, that might be my own bias because I took accounting. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, but it's really interesting because you're making, um, this mechanic is used three times again. The first time you do it and Florence is kind of like bored with it. It's like routine, just crunching up numbers. The second time it happens for you, right? Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all really easy. Everything just lines up. You don't have to touch anything. I think it just does it for you. Yeah, it just, and then the third time it happens... You do it, but there's a joy in it. Yeah. Same mechanic, but yep. different meanings. Feels good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you're doing it for yourself. For it's your, your money. <laughs> and, the game, and, and the game ends up, and uh, she is now an artist. Yeah. She is putting up, uh, like, exhibitions and galleries. And yeah. You're, you're, you're uh, um, like an, I don't know, indie artist star yeah. of sorts. Yeah, successful. Art. Interacting with people, just coming out of her shell. Yeah, Come I don't know if own. the um the developers were kind of like projecting themselves <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> so yeah, great ending. How do you feel in the end? Uh loved it. Felt like it was a roller coaster ride. I was happy how it ended. I was happy it ended her on her own, successful and happy, and not having to have Krish to have that to be happy. Um, I was happy that. Because when she found that picture underneath her keyboard, I thought that um, she was going to look him up again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was happy that it didn't. I was happy it just ended her happy, doing her own thing. She's smiling, and that's it. Uh, that made me feel good. <laughs> How about you? What did you like the ending? Um, I think it's a very mature story. Yeah. A very mature storytelling. Maybe it's, it's like the right story for for people our age, maybe a little bit younger. Yeah. About what you see is that it's called a love story, but it's really yeah. not. Yeah, right? exactly. It that that lulls you in, that gets you in, but it's it's not. Unless you count the love for her craft. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. I think that it that it, it shows is that there are types of relationships 
that are not healthy if you are not in the in the right state of mind yet. Yeah, so true. Yep. That thing they say that you cannot love someone else if you don't love yourself first. Love yourself. Yeah, exactly. You got to love yourself before you can love anybody else. Yeah. Uh-huh. An interactive example of that. <laughs> exactly, because if you don't if you go into relationships like this with a very deep unfun- unfulfilled goal, you're yeah. going to start doing this, I think. You're going to be drawn into stuff that is that is not real, I feel. Yeah. And in the end, what happened is that I don't think they were good together precisely for, because she made him do stuff that he didn't want to do. True. Or, yep. or he had hesitation. Yeah. So then he has resentment. That's probably what they ended up fighting and, and breaking up over. Yeah. Because he resented like, her. I didn't want to do this. Yeah. Because there, there, there are scenes where Krish is going to school, but he's clearly not right. enjoying it, right? Because you see him doing his music before and he loves it. Now he's doing yeah. his music and it shows him hating it. So now he's yeah. resenting her for doing that to him, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I remember this, this cool mechanic where you're like, um, you're like rubbing the screen, but you're uncovering like yeah. a painting, right? There's yes. this really, yeah. really good portrait of him being happy playing the cello. Yes. Yeah. And then you start uncovering the picture behind it and it's yeah. him not hitting the notes and being. Yeah unhappy upset frustrated yeah yeah and and, and that was ultimately uh what this relationship did to both of them right it's like yeah (laughs) oh my god (laughs) it it it, it brought something bad about themselves which is precisely the the opposite thing that relationships should do yeah i agree and uh in the end florence ended up being better she sort of she used (laughs) <laughs> that relationship yeah. where she used Krish a little bit to to go through that, but that's how life is a little bit. I was gonna say a lot of relationships are like that. Yeah, that's it. And, and I think end up like this. <laughs> she ultimately uh, she's going to be she's going to find you know the right person, right. but now because she can now she now knows herself and right. will be able to build that healthier love. You know yeah. what I mean? Now she's 100%. in the right spot. So. As you said, maybe the love story is more for her, right? Discovering her love for her craft. Yes. For her. And finding herself, yeah. Yeah, but because even in the end, uh, your relationship with your mother... Yeah, that's right. ...changes. There, there's one uh, part of the game where you call the mom, right? Yeah. You feel lost. That's at her lowest point right there, yeah. And your mom is not calling you, right? You call your mom. Point of, of maturity. Uh, where Agreed. we have this teenager kind of attitude where we want to break away from yeah from the parents but then at some point where you where you figured hey i know nothing <laughs> that's right but there are these guys that know all of this stuff already yeah they've been so, through this yeah <laughs> uh-huh. yeah wow 30 minutes eh isn't that crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah I good know. on them very impressed what are you guys working on now Damage? Oh my gosh, I would give this no damage. In fact, I would find a way to give it more hearts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like Carablaster. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. If I was, well, I'd probably rate this higher than Carablaster, which says a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I could, uh, well, it's yeah, like, like, like we said, the damaging system is a recommendation system. I could recommend this to anybody. It's not long, it's not expensive. It's very easy to get into, very easy to complete, um, and almost everybody, if not everybody, will get something from this experience, I think. Yeah. No damage. I absolutely agree. <laughs> you know, a lot of the games that are out there, they speak a language that is kind of repellent to normies a little bit. You can't really talk about a lot of these things with other people, but I think this is the kind of game that you can talk to non-gamers and say, hey, you should play this game. You know, like yeah. watching a movie, yeah. take 30 minutes of your time, it's kind of cheap. And it's cool, you know, it's cool in the sense that you can talk about it to non-gamers, I feel. Agree. You know, this is this is something that I would like more games to be. I agree. And, and, it, and it's on mobile, so everybody has a mobile phone. Everybody, yeah. And I think it's on iOS and Android, right? Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I found myself recommending this game a lot uh, in the last few days. Because I, I can think of few games that are this approachable, so easy to recommend. A it's lot of games rare. Rare. that I, I that I haven't given damage in the past in in the show are still games that I wouldn't recommend or even talk about to a lot of people. I wouldn't recommend Carol Blaster to, you know, 
There's a very few amount of people I would recommend Carol Foster to. And I give it no damage because I find it so good. I mean, I would recommend yeah. it to gamers, to every yeah. single gamer because 100%. it's amazing. Yeah. To a normie? No, they're just going to feel lost. And you know what's going to happen? They're going to end up hating games even more. Yeah, you're right. And hating <laughs> me this... in the process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and losing, you know, your, your recommendation exactly. value, right? Yeah, that's right. And this is one one game that I think gamers and non-gamers will equally enjoy. It's amazing. Really good I job agree. for this new developer. Yeah, this was their only game so far, right? This was their first? And yes, this is their first as I think it's called Mountains. Mountains, yeah. There's something to keep your eye on. Mountains, for sure. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Mark, thank you so very much for doing this. No, thank you, Seiji. I would have never played this if it wasn't for you. So I got to thank you. And thanks for having me here to talk about it. One other thing, the, the fact that you brought this to my attention because you knew I liked quirky love stories mm-hmm. makes everything I've ever done with the club worth it. <laughs> all I ever wanted people to do is bring things like this to me. <laughs> uh-huh. and, and it doesn't happen very often, if ever. So uh, yeah, so thanks again. When I played this game, I immediately thought, oh, quirky love story. Me too. (laughs) That is it for this episode of Bonus Bonus Barrel. Next week, the main show will be back, hopefully, in full force. Thanks for listening.